We're back on Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri, and we're honoring the one-year anniversary of 988. And to tell us more is Casey Muckler, Crisis Service Coordinator with the Missouri Department of Mental Health. And we'll bring in Dr. Stephanie Logan from Deaf Lead in Columbia in a few minutes. Casey, thanks for joining us. Hi, good morning. There's a couple of events coming up later this week, and we'll talk about those, one in St. Louis and one in Columbia, uh, to kind of highlight and uh, honor the one-year anniversary of 988. But for those who are not familiar, this is a suicide and crisis hotline. Casey, how does it work? I'm assuming similar to 911. Yeah, so 988 is somewhat similar to 911, but it's also a lot more than just um, picking up the phone and talking to somebody. So 988 is a three-digit number that's available to anybody in the U.S., um, and it's available 24-7. It's free and confidential. So it's really for anybody experiencing a mental health, suicide, or substance use crisis. And so if you or someone you know is in a suicide or mental health crisis or a substance use crisis, we urge you to pick up the phone and call 988. But we also have text and chat options for those folks who don't want to necessarily talk on the phone with somebody. So 988 is available um, when you do call 988 or when you reach out to 988, you will get connected to a trained crisis specialist who's available to listen and un- try to understand what it is that you're experiencing or you're going through, um, offer support, work with the person that's calling on a plan to keep them safe in their community, and also connect them to ongoing services and resources that they may need um, access to that they haven't gotten connected to before. Casey, is this something that someone would call if uh, maybe not an actual event is necessarily taking place, but um, you're concerned for a friend or a family member and you're kind of like, boy, I just don't know where to turn to? Is, is this the type of number they could call? Could they call 988 for that? Absolutely. So there are two things I want to say to that. The first is third-party callers are very common. So we often get people who call who say, I'm worried about my loved one, I'm worried about my colleague, or I'm, I'm worried about this person I don't know who's in um, the shopping mall with me. We get a lot of third-party callers, and honestly, we encourage a lot of people to reach out if they're worried about somebody else. Um, if you're somebody who just doesn't know how to navigate a crisis situation, but you want some um, guidance in the moment, our crisis specialists are able to offer that to you. The other part was, we just want to say that we don't define what a crisis looks like to somebody. So although I can sit here and say that it's for a mental health suicide or substance use crisis, if that doesn't resonate with you, but you're not feeling your best and you want to talk to somebody, we do not have specific limitations on who can call or for what. So if you're just having a really bad day and you want to talk to somebody and you don't want any sort of follow-up or connection to resources or services after that, that's totally fine. And you can still reach out to 988 and you'll get the same exact service. Yeah, Thank you for clarifying. Casey Muckler is with the Missouri Department of Mental Health and uh, celebrating, I guess celebrating or honoring is probably the right word for 988, the suicide and crisis hotline, uh, one year anniversary. Um, This actually started last July, but September is uh, an important month. Yes. So although 988 officially launched nationally um, last July, we are also celebrating in September because it is Suicide Prevention Month. And this is really a time for us to um, focus on what we can do to better support people who might be experiencing suicidal thoughts um, or know somebody who has died by suicide 
So this is really a time for us to spread awareness of really important resources for folks who might be out there and who might be struggling. And our largest and one of our best suicide prevention resources is 988. There will be an event Friday at Peace Park in Columbia, an afternoon of art and inspiration. We'll talk about that in a moment. But on Thursday at Harris-Stowe State University on their campus in St. Louis, uh, there's kind of a pep rally and a panel discussion. Uh, Casey, uh, youth mental health, uh, you know, I hear more and more talk about it, and maybe uh, it's been on my radar just from the pandemic, but how high of a priority has youth mental health been for your department? Youth mental health has been a major priority for the Department of Mental Health. Um, over the pandemic and even before that, we we know that we've seen through data that youth are struggling. And um, during the pandemic, we saw actually a rise in youth reporting to the emergency department for mental health crises um, higher than other populations. And we know that our youth are out there and they're struggling and they need help. And so we really wanted to take this opportunity with this event to shine the light on the stressors that college students and our younger population may face um, related to their daily lives, anxiety, but also different factors that may contribute to their stress and their overall mental health, like, you know, struggles with race and ethnicity and being in the society um, where racism does exist. So that'll all be part of this panel discussion at Harris-Stowe on Thursday? Yeah, so the event on Thursday, I think, will be a mix of really collaborative conversation with a really fun pep rally kind of to follow. And so we're going to start the event really with some opening remarks from some folks like our Lieutenant Governor of Missouri, um, as well as some Harris-Stowe staff who were kind and generous enough to let us use their facilities to really offer this event. And so we're going to have a discussion between... um, some of our some of our 988 centers will be on the panel. We plan to have some Harristo students on the panel as well as um, a younger person. We also plan to have some some folks from our national partners, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration, or SAMHSA for short, as well as our Missouri Department of Mental Health Leadership. And so it will really be a focus on collaborative discussion all focused on youth mental health and crisis support initiatives that take place in Missouri. And then following that panel, we are going to play a quick video. Um, We had some folks from SAMHSA come and they shot um, some interviews with some key stakeholders here in Missouri. They plan to show like a little video really highlighting the importance of 90 Day and what it can do for people in crisis, especially our youth. And then we're going to transition into a mental health pep rally, and we're planning on really involving the students of Harris-Stowe. We have some Greek-like organizations, some student organization involvement. Um, We're going to have a step team come and do a performance. And really, we just want it to be a really exciting and uplifting celebratory time because we do have this, this awesome resource available to us. Casey, uh, for anyone that has uh, or wants to get more information about uh, one of these events or just 988 in general, where's a good place where they could go? So that's a good question. If you want to find out more about 988 in Missouri, you can go to Missouri988.org. And that's where we have a lot of information about what 988 looks like in Missouri, how it works, um, who was involved in kind of planning for 988's rollout, how you can help other people, 
And then just lots of videos and resources to help explain to you what 988 is and what it does, um, what it could what it could do for you and how you can help other people with 988. And then the other part of your question is where to find information about these events. I know that our um, folks at the De- Missouri Department of Mental Health are posting all about these events on um, their social media. So you can find information that way. We also do have a landing page and some flyers that we're passing around. Um, we're just trying to promote it. Mainly the St. Louis event is promoted to students, Harris Stowe students, because we really want to make sure that they hear the message that hope is, there's hope, help is available, and that 988 is available and ready to talk to them. So really we're focusing on um, really promoting the event directly to Harris Stowe students. But of course we're having some of our folks um, our 98 centers are coming to the event, other community stakeholders as well. Well, let me bring in Dr. Stephanie Logan from Deaf Lead in Columbia. Dr. Logan lost her hearing at 23, and she has closed captioning and an interpreter who is signing my questions. Dr. Logan, uh, welcome. Nice to talk with you. How does Deaf Lead work with 988? The funding comes from SAMHSA, Department of Health and Human Services, and Vibrant Emotional Health in New York City is the uh, organization that receives that funding. And then they contract with grassroots organizations all over the country to provide phone, chat and text, and video phone services, you know, um, uh, Spanish uh, chat and text, Spanish call, LGBTQ services uh, through 988. And, uh, and so we receive, the we are a national backup center for uh, 988 chat and text. We have the sole state contract for 988 chat and text. We have the disaster distress helpline video phone crisis line, which got started during the pandemic. And then we just uh, got the 988 video phone crisis line, which is the general crisis line for suicide, um, depression, anxiety, mental health issues, um, support, resources, uh, um, and that will start sometime in the month of September. So it's it's coming soon. How much more difficult is it for someone who is deaf to be able to reach out when there's a crisis? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's so much more difficult. Um, so I think it's important for you to know that, you know, I lost my hearing when I was 23. So as a hearing individual, as, you know, a, a young person growing up, I had never met a deaf person. I had never seen sign language and I got sick with spinal meningitis. As a result of that illness, I have a bilateral um, uh, a profound hearing loss and I had to learn sign language because I, I can't hear and, and, and I wanted to be able to communicate. So I went through four years of speech therapy. I went to Gallaudet University, which is a university for the deaf in Washington, DC to learn American sign language immersed myself in the culture and the community and, and, and had interpreters when I went back to the University of Georgia to finish my education, uh, my bachelor's degree in psychology. And um, and so that's sort of, you know, where I started as a deaf person and, uh, and you know, my whole world and experience changed. It's important to understand that American Sign Language is not English. And a lot of people assume, well, that's just English in hand form. Because if you're with an interpreter and, inter- and an interpreter is, an inter- is interpreting, 
you know, what they're seeing into English, then people just assume it's English. It's no different than if someone is speaking Spanish and there's an interpreter there translating what they're saying from Spanish into English. Nobody would think Spanish was English. They're like, no, that's a separate language. It's the same. American Sign Language has its own structure, uh, uh, content, syntax. And so uh, it's not a written or a spoken language. So it's essential that services for individuals who utilize American Sign Language as their first language uh, you know, are accessible both culturally and linguistically. And so the 988 video phone is really this incredible step at recognizing and meeting that need. Uh, and it's super exciting. Dr. Stephanie Logan is with Deaf Lead. And tell us about this uh, event at Peace Park on Friday from 1130 to 130. Uh, I see it's an afternoon of art and inspiration. Uh, it's going to start with sort of a, a press announcement. So there'll be some press there. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll have great weather. And uh, for anybody who lives in Columbia knows Peace Park is awesome. And it's such a wonderful place to go to celebrate the one year anniversary of the 988. Um, uh, so that will be sort of the beginning part of it is, is just sort of a press announcement and it will be live streamed. So it's super exciting. If you're not able to be there, you can live stream the event. Uh, and then after that, uh, there's going to be uh, tables and exhibits and there's going to be someone uh, putting a mural together uh, representing 988. And that's going to be super exciting. And uh, and then after that, we've got a few people performing uh, we have Joanne Benfield, who is an administrator with the Missouri School for the Deaf and is deaf and will be performing a couple of songs in sign language, uh, which I cannot wait uh, to see that. And then, fingers crossed, we have another deaf individual flying in uh, to perform a poem. Uh, I'm going to hold that announcement as to who it is. Uh, until we have that confirmation later today. But um, trust me, it will be well worth the trip to Columbia. And if you're in mid-Missouri, you don't want to miss it. Honoring uh, the one-year anniversary of 988, uh, two events. Uh, the one, as we mentioned, uh, Thursday at Harris Stowe, and then Friday at Peace Park in Columbia. Uh, Dr. Logan, anybody that wants to get information or find out how they can help and be a part of Deaf Lead, uh, what should they do? Sure. Uh, they could go to deaflead, D-E-A-F-L-E-A-D dot org and check out our website. And I would love that. Uh, they will see sign language on that website. They'll have the opportunity to learn something. And certainly if they know someone who is deaf or hard of hearing or late deafened or deaf blind or deaf disabled, uh, we'd certainly want them to let them know about that site. And then also it's really important to know that we're here for hearing organizations that work with deaf individuals. We are the only organization in the nation to provide nationwide services to deaf victims of crime. We also provide and focus on the state of Missouri and victims of crime. And, uh, and then obviously crisis intervention and mental health services for individuals who have a hearing loss. So I hope that people will check that out in terms of the event itself, there is a landing page. If they go under 988 uh, Celebration on Facebook, they can see it there. And then on the Missouri Department of Mental Health website, there is a landing page there that will talk about 
the 988. And Dr. Logan, you want to point out that deaf lead uh, stands out when it comes to deaf people. So I, I think it's I think it's super important to know this because you know for individuals who don't have a disability or don't have any connection to the deaf community, uh, their experience may be of individuals with disabilities or individuals with hearing loss um, that you know typically hearing organizations, mainstream organizations are the ones providing services to the deaf community. So as deaf individuals, you know, we're usually receiving services, not from individuals who are deaf, not from people who we feel we can identify with, if that makes sense. At Deaf Lead, our contracts with the 988, specifically the chat and text in the state of Missouri and nationally, here we are a deaf organization providing what is traditionally a hearing service. We're literally turning the world upside down and going most you know most people have no idea that a deaf organization is providing one of the organizations that's providing chat and text services we have hearing and deaf individuals working side by side in our organization providing those services and i think that's incredible i think it's a totally different way of looking at how services can be provided and um i hope it's just the beginning Well, my mind was blown because our executive producer, Cameron, uh, when we were setting up interviews for this event, said, hey, we've got someone, Dr. Logan will join us, and she's deaf. And I text him back, but how's this going to work on radio? (laughs) But it's amazing. I mean, you guys know how to do it. You're the experts. That's right. Anything's possible. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Dr. Stephanie Logan with Deaf Lead and Casey Muckler with the Department of Mental Health. Thank you both. And best of luck with these events. Thank you so much for having me. It was was truly an honor. I appreciate it. Thank you. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.